Welcome listeners to the Pod About God. This is the place where teens and young adults can discover more about their Catholic faith in a fun, casual way. So get comfy, grab your favorite snack, and enjoy today's episode. Hi, everyone. Hello. We hope you're having a great day so far. I know, I know, I know we haven't done an episode in a while. It's been really busy around here, but we are glad to be back with y'all. But but wait, hold on a minute. You know, we are talking about change. So we never said when we were going to do the next episode. So maybe that's a little bit wow. of change. So maybe you guys were out there thinking, hmm, when were they going to come back? Are they going to come back? And what are they going to be talking about? Well, guess what? We're back. Yes. And we're continuing our mini-series on change. And we wanted to focus on more about feelings that we have during change. We've talked about what happens, what is change in general. We've talked about spiritual changes. We've talked about material changes. But a big part of change is fear. And the fear that we experience when we know that we either need to make a change or a change that occurred and it's out of our control. Absolutely. I can't wait to get started. Yes. I'm even a little afraid to. Oh, start with the (laughs) jokes. Hi guys, we're back again. Uh, You know, and of course we're talking about change. And being a parent, I can tell you that we experience some form of change all the time with kids. And some of the changes parents are absolutely afraid of. And that fear that we face is we're not gonna be needed anymore. Uh, When children are little, they have to have or their babies, they have to have their binky with them when they go to sleep in the special blanket. And as they get older, they lose the binky, they might lose the blanket, but all of a sudden now you have Mr. Bear, you have Mr. Hedgehog, you have Mr. Pig, whoever else they put in the bed with them. And you have to have a specific bedtime story. And forget about not even finding the book because that will absolutely bring down the house and you have to call 911 to have the firefighters come and help you find the book so that they, everybody can go to sleep and have a peaceful night. And then comes the time when Mr. Bear is no longer necessary because you're too big for Mr. Bear. He can sit on the shelf and watch. Mr. Pig can sit on the shelf and watch. Mr. Hedgehog, I gave him to the new baby brother so he can have him. And the book? Well, Mom and Dad, you can close the door. I'm not afraid of the dark anymore. I can read my own book, and I'll turn the lamp off after I go to sleep or after I read the book. And how does that feel if you're a parent? Well, all of a sudden, we're not quite that needed anymore. And it kind of, you know, goes on like that as children get older, like when you learn to drive a car and you get your driver's license and you've gone a couple of months and there's no 
call from the police or from the fire department that there's been a wreck or anything, and there's no tickets to be had um, because you're driving safely. And you're coming in, you're saying, Mom, Dad, do you need me to run this errand for you? And you're just like, uh, okay. That's a little bit of a change there. And we're not even going to talk about the change, guys, when you guys go off to college, because that is the one thing that is puts the fear of God in parents, because now we're not around, and you really don't need us. So this episode is, you know, about this fear of change, where sometimes parents keep their kids as babies, quote unquote, for a little bit too long. Some parents are like, well, you know what? Just, just got to face it. I'm just going to push the kid out of the nest. And the kid is told that after they graduate from high school that now they have to get a job and become self-sufficient, which puts a fear into you guys because now you have to be totally independent. So in this in this period of time that we're in today, being, you know, fast forward everything to 2021 and um, to late August, we're facing changes again. The whole world is facing changes. I know you guys have heard of the global warming and it's all everybody's talking about and people are talking about conservation and we have to uh, conserve our world because it's slowly eroding away. Well, okay, being that one of us, and it's probably not Adrian, uh, was once one of the quote unquote baby boomers hippie uh, baby boomers hippies uh, period where we did the same thing we went around said you know with our own banners save the earth and started uh, conserving and, and uh, uh, you know doing everything that we're talking about now and we're still at the same place but now the fear is real because back then, um, no one, you know, everyone was like, yeah, 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 but we really haven't seen the, any kind of the, the results of overpopulation. We haven't seen the results of people going into the, you know, mowing down half of the Amazon uh, jungles to have more feeding for beef that seems to be a high commodity. So you can forget about the, the ecosystem that's happening down there at the, at the, you know, in the middle of the world. And uh, let's just forget about what it's doing to, uh, what, you know, to Western California or to Alaska. I went to Alaska not too long ago and, uh, well, yeah, it's been a few years. Anyway, the whole point is, is that they took us to see some of the glaciers. Awesome. I mean, these were just like huge, huge. You could walk on them. You could spend the night on Did them. Did you see polar bears? No. Oh. I saw an eagle. <laughs> <laughs> I think I saw. I think I saw a bear. I saw whales. Oh. However, my whole point with this is that when they took us to see the glaciers, we could see parts of the glaciers fall off. Oh, no. I mean, it was beautiful. Beautiful. I mean, I've got pictures that are just, I mean, they're just, your imagination can't even come up with anything such that was such beauty and, and the depth of the ice and the, the different colors and everything. But with the glaciers breaking off, that was it. 
no more glacier. The glacier erosion is now uh, at, I mean, it's just eroding at a phenomenal rate. And it was kind of, wow, it's beautiful, but it was sad at the same time because it, it was so finite. It was so finite, and yet here we were, tourists were watching, you know, the glaciers. And I'm just wondering if you guys in the future would ever be able to do that. So what does that have to do with fear of change, you know? Does this mean we have to crawl in a hole and, and put the cover the dirt in after us or get our binkies back and, and get our favorite blanket when we go to bed so that way we have it when everything starts falling apart? Or do we just put our hope in God? What do you think, Adrian? Yeah, absolutely. And <laughs> I think it's but, certainly about putting the faith in God and... The thing about faith is that faith calls us to action. I mean, we can't, when when we put our trust in God, we are telling him that he's going to take care of the things that we do not have control over. But we still have a calling to control those that we have. And the beauty about God is uh, we were saying an article about these about this earlier um, that he has no transitions, he is doesn't have any inconsistency, and there's no change in God. The God of yesterday is the God of today, and the God of today will be the God of tomorrow. He is the only one that we can truly rely on because he doesn't change. So even when our world is changing and we have fear, he tells us to not be stressed. He tells us to not be fearful because he's there with us in our lowest moments and in our highest. In every single change, he is there. And we have a decision to make. We can either sit and cry about it um, or let our fear overtake us. And fear is not necessarily a bad thing. Fear, like in any emotion, can let us know or can be a sign that could lead us to do great things. Sometimes when there's a fear there, it's, you know, our biggest enemy, a lot of people say that our biggest enemy is the devil, right? But truly, our biggest enemy is ourselves. Sometimes when we have that level of fear, we have the choice of either use that fear and recognize that the reason we have that fear is because it's something we haven't done before. It's because it's calling us to get out of our commodity and to expand our learning, our growth in life. Or we can choose to sit in that fear and let that fear consume us. We live in a time where mental health is one, if not the number one thing that's being talked about today. And so things like stress, anxiety, we know that loneliness and levels of stress are equivalent to sometimes even having a pack of cigarettes. The effects of that in our bodies. And so... When we have fear, it is the time to respond to it. It is a sign to say, okay, 
I'm going to use fear to motivate me, to push me further into God, to submit to God, to rely on him, receive the direction that he has for me so that then I'm able to deal with these changes. No matter what the change might be, you might be that you're moving. A lot of people are moving. Or it might be that you're just started college and you're now in your dorm and you're having all these classes. It might be that you're trying to transition into a new role at your company or you're trying to change careers. All these things are fearful, but doesn't mean that doesn't mean that that there's fear means that it is a bad thing. Fear is a tool that we can use in our lives. And so we have to be aware of it and recognize that no matter how much fear we have, God is present every single time. Don't you think though that that sometimes when, uh, because there's, uh, as you said, different levels of fear. There's fear that, you know, it's just, would be like a little tiny ripple, you know? It's like, you know, okay, fine. I'm. you go out and start the car, so there's a little bit of, is it going to start? You know, that's yeah. if it's an older car, if you've been having car or if problems. if you're like me, you didn't pump gas. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> and you're do thinking... I even have to get to the gas station? <laughs> oh, my God. You can always call AAA, by the way, that can take care of that. Yeah, but I don't want that. I just want to get to the gas station. I'll make it. I'll make it. I got 15 miles. Okay. So it's like a little ripple. And then there's sometimes uh, expecting changes coming up that you know might be just a little bit of a bump a little bit of a wave and um then comes like the big stuff i mean like the little bumps would be um right now in this second wave of the pandemic we're having to wear masks again and uh, even though we some of us have already been vaccinated and all that other stuff you know because it's something that you can't see it, you can't smell it, you can't, it's just there, you know, and hopefully this will be it. But the really big stuff that causes the big tidal wave of fear, and that's where you were talking about, you know, the the anxiety, or as kindergartners say, the anxiety. Kindergartners, by the way, cannot pronounce anxiety. I found out this week that when you start talking to them about things like that, they just call it anxiety. So some didn't know if they had anxiety or not. Uh, but it can cause you to be anxious. It can cause you to be um, to want to kind of go inward. But the thing is, is that I kind of think that when it's the really big stuff, like. Um, I don't know. Okay. Um, some people fear death. You know, some people, you know, I mean, because one, we know that we're all going to go, right? In case you guys didn't know it, we're all going to die. And I'm Shotgun. not trying to be harsh or anything. So yeah. don't, don't, don't push stop yet. Okay. But, uh, and we don't know who, what, when, or how, Well, we do know the who it's us, but are we going to be ready? Or the fear that you might have of um, of getting cancer, or of, you know, getting something inoperable, and I don't, you know, it's uh, do I want to die by inoperable cancer, or do I want to die in a car wreck, or 
or what, you know? So do whenever we have that big, whatever your big fear is, and you know, at different stages in life, your big fears are, are different. Like, you know, uh, if you're still in high school, the big fear is that your SATs are gonna be low and you won't be able to get into a good college. If you're out looking for a job, your big fear is I've got to make it through this interview and get this job because I'm about to be evicted from my apartment. If you're a mother whose husband isn't working right now because there's a lot of people that don't have jobs, there's a lot of downsizing, even though there's a lot of jobs out there, and your biggest fear is how do I take what's in the cupboard and turn it into a different meal for my kids? because I have to, I can't look past tomorrow. Do we just sit and try to overcome it? Do we really run to God, who is the rock, who is our hope, uh, or to our mother Mary to intercede for us? Um, you know, I just wonder if, if we actually do that because um, sometimes the fear in itself is so huge, you don't think of the one that could help you. Well, I think when you're talking, when you, you just know? said about, yeah, like, and so, in that, in that really so, speaks a lot about when we're in a place of fear, it's a kind of a test for us to see to the person or to the things that we run mm -hmm. to that kind of determines where are we putting our trust and and what are what are the our cope mechanisms that we have in situations of fear so think about any situation that you've been fearful of and fear is something that we cannot avoid it's something that in different like you were saying different stages of life we have fear think about something like for example a big part like we've talked earlier is getting into college having all your requirements who did you talk to in that moment of fear what were your thoughts that you had in mind? Because we know that as people, everything starts with a thought. Everything starts with a thought that then turns into an emotion, and then from there it turns into an action. So really, we have to determine in my biggest moment of fear, who am I talking to and what are the actions that I'm taking? Am I running to God or is it my friend? Is it anything that I use to cope? Because sometimes during fear, we can even auto-destroy ourselves with things that might not, that we think might help us in the situation, but are actually moving us further away. Um, and like I was saying earlier, fear can sometimes be that signal from God um, that is kind of trying, our spirit, because, you know, we have this spirit and flesh battle going on right and it's like if you're standing on top of the cliff right and it's like do I jump or do I not jump and there's a lot of uncertainty there because you might not know what can happen on your way down or what's there below but you know our spirit is the one that tells us jump it'll be okay God is there with you just jump and then you your yourself your flesh is telling you don't jump you don't even know what can happen are you sure you want to do this and the longer you ruminate in that time is going to continue to pass and there's not going to be any action taken place um, 
And so I do think it can help us to determine where do we put our trust? Something that you said, and I almost went, wait, wait, wait. Oh, you know, stop the train because what if, what if before you've even experienced this fear, what if you don't know God? What mm -hmm. if you've not talked to him before? Or you've not talked to Jesus or the, you know, any member of the Trinity? How can you know to go to them in times of fear if you've never talked to them before? It goes with something that our pastor said earlier this week is that, you know, how can you love someone if you don't know them? So how would you trust him if you don't know him? So there's like another little message in here, guys, is obviously the big message. And if you're listening to this, we are going to assume that you know who God is, you know, God the Father, God of Moses, God of Abraham, or first God of Adam and Eve, and then Abraham, and then Moses, um, God the Father, the father of Jesus Christ our Savior so just in case you didn't know I'm just kind of reminding you but um, if you so I would assume that you guys know who God is and know that as you talk to him through your prayers through your actions through um, living your faith that don't forget that he is there to be your anchor to be your rock to hold you up when you face any type of a fear situation, be it a little ripple or be it one that is like this big tidal wave or the, like the giant hurricane that's hitting um, New Orleans but uh, or any other place right now. But um, don't forget that, you know, you know, that he's there. You would know to go to him and this would be a reminder. But if you haven't been going to him, if you haven't really re-established your faith and your love in God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, then you need to do so now so that in times of change where uh, it's a uh, change that, you know, that uh, you know just really causes you to stop in your tracks or if it's uh, a change for the good change for the bad or whatever but uh, where if it's something that you have a little fear of addressing that you will remember that oh I can talk to God doesn't mean you don't take action on the fear itself because uh, we all know that we have to have some action in there. We have to do something. It's not just going to come to us, but we do something in conjunction with the support and the love of that anchor, that rock that we have. So if you haven't been talking to him, you need to start now so that you will know that he's there when you're afraid. Because when you're afraid, you know, it's just like um, there's so much going on emotion-wise 
that, mm -hmm. that you won't, that, that you're just going to try to overreact and try to, you're spinning out of control because you're afraid. And if you haven't been talking to God, you're not going to look to Him to help stop that, that spinning. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Sometimes it can be very overwhelming and all the situations that we're going through. But, you know, there's a song that um, our choir sings and I'm, I hope you've heard it before, but if you haven't, I wanted to read um, these lyrics from this song because um, it can, I hope it'll help you in, in the situation you're going through and in moments of fear. So God tells us when we have, when we're in a situation of fear, he tells us, be not afraid. I go before you always. Come follow me and I will give you rest. And that is what a promise. That is not just God telling you, oh, it's a promise. If you come and follow him, he will give you rest. No matter what you're going through, no matter how afraid you are and uncertain your future can be. And maybe you wake up every day and it's not how you want it to be. And maybe there's things that you need to change, but you're just not there yet. Know that God goes before you. Know that he knows what's going to happen before you do. Know that he knows you more than you know yourself. And so he is there guiding you every single step of the way. He wants to hold your hand while you go through the trials and tribulations that you're going through. And he will give you that rest internally. That does not mean that you, again, that you're bailing out of what you need to do. But you will have the peace and the strength to do it. Amen, my brother. All right, guys. So we have officially concluded our mini series on change but that does not mean that we're done with our podcast oh absolutely i'm just so glad we're done with change i'm just tired of change you know i want to get back to where things were which are not going to happen because that was in the past so i'm gonna go you know just can't wait to get into the way things are going to be and uh with god's help they will be fantastic so you know we will be around next time and talk about who knows what. <laughs> yeah, we who haven't knows? planned that yet. Uh, well, I mean, you know, it's like we are, uh, for those of you that, that know and that have gone into the website and all, you know that uh, this is a very busy time of year for us. It appears that our parish is waking up and moving into different directions. So, uh, and then church school is starting and then Boom. with church school starting, you have RCIA, you have people that, guess what, want to become crazy Catholics. It's like, oh my gosh, can't believe it. Join the crazy crew. Yes, and then you have people that need their sacraments, uh, like adults that need that want to have the sacrament of confirmation, and young adults that want to be confirmed uh, because they love the Holy Spirit and they want to get that Holy Spirit going into them, and uh, not because that's the last sacrament that they're going to get in the sacraments right, of right, initiation right. has nothing to do with <laughs> Let's that. Let's clarify. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, and then you've got, you know, the uh, adults in, uh, with various 
levels of faith formation activities and then the church kitchen's going to open up y'all so just be prepared some delicious food's going to start coming out of there so you know who knows we may wind up talking about food next time i don't know i love food (laughs) (laughs) but just know that you can help us with our topic so remember that any topic suggestions that you might have you can let us know at potaboutgod at gmail.com you can write to us and then we can use your suggestions for new episodes so help us help you we ought to have a contest we ought to have a contest (laughs) that if we use your podcast we'll put your name in for a drawing of something I don't know. You know, we can talk to the DRE. We've got a lot of things that we could uh, <laughs> raffle off in a contest. But that's something that we can work on for sure. We'll see. We're going to plan things. So just keep watching and know that once the next episode is out, we cannot wait for you to hear it. Yes. So thank you for joining us today. We always appreciate your company. And we hope to see you next time on The Pot About God. Bye, guys. And don't be afraid. Thank you for joining us today on The Pot About God. Make sure to hit follow on your favorite podcast platform so you don't miss any of our episodes. You can also catch our episodes on our website, OurLadyGuadalupeFW.org slash God. See, See you, you later. later.